one man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi everyone, and it's uh, Brian Timoney here, and welcome on to this uh, next podcast. And as always, I'm joined with Rob. Hello. So, Rob, what we're going to be dealing with today is how to get an agent. Oh, that's a terrible question to ask a man. Why do you say this to me? Well, I know it is, but <laughs> it is, it's one of those things that as an actor you're, we're constantly having to deal with. You know what? It's one of the biggest headaches an actor has, not only at the beginning of their career, but it can be throughout their career as well, when, when actors mm. change agents or when there's, you know, things. I mean, my, first of all, my advice is, before we start going on to... Um, how to get an agent mm. my advice is once you have got an agent stay with them be loyal you know don't say th- 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 this whole nonsense that a lot of actors whinge on to me about my agent isn't doing anything for me well actually yes they are they're working very hard on your behalf all the while and do you know why they're working very hard on your behalf all the while because it's within their interest too they you they want to get you out working because if you're working they're earning and they've got to pay the rent the same as you have so your agent is working hard on your behalf yeah and i think it's important to realize that it takes time to build um to get then your name out there about introduce you to their contacts one year yeah one year yeah i think it is about yeah. a year and yeah. and so the other things you have to be patient and and like you say be loyal um and then of course after a while if things aren't working out then you you're with then your rights to think well maybe I should move on maybe if I after change. three years if after three years you really aren't getting any meetings at all then it's maybe time to change an agent simply because another agent will have a different set of contacts I, I would say three years is quite a long time would I, I would I would say with uh, within that within a year you should begin you should begin auditions and going up for stuff you okay. know within well, even within that year I'm not saying it's going to be happening initially I think the first six months you're pr- are probably going to be quite maybe quite quiet it depends on what's happening out there in the industry but you've got to give them that time to get the name out there and build up some contacts but if you are go- I mean I mean, the subject of this podcast really is how to get an agent in the first place it is but, but um, we are well off track here we're, Rob we're, we're, we're kind of off track here once again probably your fault Brian but <laughs> it's, it's it's like um, uh but it is important to go. I'll tell you what. Let's go on to how to get an agent in the first place, and then we'll move on to. How yeah, to we'll, be come to we'll, we'll come, we'll come back. We'll come back. Let's okay. deal with it in chronological order, in, if you like. Right? Chronology is a good thing. Yeah. How so, to get an agent in the first place? Well, the first thing to do is don't only write to a couple of agents. Write to a hundred. And more. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we look in contacts these days, mm-hmm. there's in the region of about five, six hundred agents mm-hmm. that are listed. And um, the the thing is that you can't expect, as you say, to write one letter and for them to write back and say, come in. It's like, you know, if you get one in a hundred... It get, might happen that way, but it's may, but doubtful. Usually within one in a hundred, you'll find maybe of, of interest, you know, and, and want to come in, uh, or, or deal with you in some shape or form. And if they turn you down, it's not because they think you're not good or they don't like your CV or they think your photograph looks like a sack of crap. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with they've already got people. 
just like you on their books and it would be unfair to those people that have already got to take on another person of the same t cast ability type yeah and so that's it so what you need to do is kind of just say what you need to do is you need to go onto the websites of all of these agents go to their client list look who their clients are and see if they've already got people like you and if they haven't already got people like you then that's the one to target yeah that is definitely going to make it a lot easier for sure mm. so I think that uh, initially you know when you're thinking about trying to get an agent you have to put yourself in their shoes and really think about what it is that they do and what they're trying to achieve because that helps you um, understand how you should target them and market to them. So, And certain agents, of course, do favour certain sorts of work. There are agents that I could name now that really favour musicals. Mm -hmm. They, you know, if you if if you're a musical performer and you want to work in the West End, then there are certain agents that you should try for, and certain agents that it's not really worth your while trying for. And it's the same with the certain agents favour movies, and certain agents favour just theatre, straight theatre. You know, they do get other stuff as True. well. Yeah, but I, they I think in general things. these days that yeah. most agents cover TV and film because that's where a lot of the money is. Um, most will cover theatre, but maybe depends how active they are and that or how many contacts they've got. Um, but yeah, you, you're right. But when I was thinking about you know where thinking from the the agent's point of view the first and foremost you have to remember that an agent is the business end of acting and they're thinking about making money from you that's how they pay their rent their, their mortgage their bills they pay that they manage to do that from you going out and getting work and they get a cut of your um, your your take, yeah. if you like. It used to be ten percent. It's now about twelve and a half. Is the average twelve and a half percent to fifteen? But ten percent doesn't really exist anymore. It might do, but not much. No, I've I've seen it gone up as high as seventeen percent now. Uh, usually, depending, like you say, back back in the day, it was about twelve and a half percent for theatre, fifteen for TV and film. I think it's for some agents it goes up as far as to 18, yeah. And, and movies. Yeah. So um, so there we go. That is what they are thinking about, right? So when you're approaching them and you interacting with them we've got to remember they're getting approached by actors all of the time yeah. and they're only they're interested mainly in the fact is can you make money for them and can they, you, they market you to the industry yeah an so, agent once said to me we need to be making about two grand a year out of you yeah, you know, in, in in commission, we need to be making about two grand a year at least. In at least, I mean, mm. they're they're thinking, they're hoping that it's going to be a, a hell of a lot more than that. And I think that oh, they want that, it, but that, that's minimum. That's, that's, that's minimum. minimum. Yeah. 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 So um, here's here's the thing: is that you kind of got to put yourself um, thinking the the way that they think. So that when you start to when we come to this question, how do you get an agent? Start off with the premise of they don't need you and they don't want you. You have to prove yourself. The books aren't know. open. The books are closed. Well, a lot of the time they are. They don't. <laughs> the thing is, the, but there's always room for somebody that they want. Though. Yeah. Yeah. There's always. I room. mean, you know. When I said the books are closed, I said that in kind of tongue-in-cheek way. All books are closed unless they want you. Yeah. 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 It's funny because uh, uh, Hermione Norris um, came into the studio during um, one of our courses, and she said, "Look." When the industry wants you, they want you, and when they don't, they don't. And I think that that is something to bear in mind, you know. And you have to sometimes create that demand by well, what, what you send into what them. What determines what they want and what they don't want. Sometimes I do really believe, Brian. I don't. I don't think you're going to agree with this, but sometimes I really believe it is totally arbitrary. It's totally without reason. It's just a whim. Well, for, the, for, for, for you know, for the time. Well, I think that when, when we say, it's, I know what you're getting at, the whim idea is the fact is that some, for one person, they look at somebody and they go, for whatever reason, I think that person's really cool. 
and yeah. I really like that person. I think they've got something, which is all a matter of opinion because it's in. art, right? Mm. And um, so what somebody sees in one person, fine. So how do we, but the, here's the question, Rob, we're coming back to this, um, how do you get an agent? Yes. So let, let me just, I think we right. need to kind of cut to the chase now and get into this. So we, we talked about sending them letters, right? I 100. think 100, yeah. and you want to contact all of them until you get an agent, right? And systematically. But initially, when you're sending that in that initial letter, they're probably, you know, it's an introduction. They, they may be interested, they may not. They get 50 a day. Right. Mm. So the fact is that that is just the starting point. You've got to be unrelenting in, in your pursuit of this. You have to it's continual contact over over a period of time. And here's the other thing is don't just keep sending them in the same headshot and the same boring letter. And by the way, don't write your life history in that letter. They're not interested in your just history. Very, no, just a very short one yeah, paragraph. Right? What they're interested in is what roles can you play and where do you fit? So um, what you want to get is get to the point. But the other thing is that you have to then get very creative, as creative as you are in your own acting, about how you're going to get in front of this person, get them interested. So today we have lots of things at our disposal. You can put on a show. You can invite them to a show, you can record, um, you can produce a short film for next to nothing these days or a clip and put it on YouTube, send it to them. You can um, do all kinds of, you can send them letters. By the way, I still think letters should be sent rather than emails. Me too, hard copies of letters (coughs) through the post. And, and that's the preferred uh, method of contact for, for, for most agents anyway. Yeah, and uh, well, I know some agents, I know some casting directors, some, one, you know, one very, very big one who goes, I never read any letters anymore, only email. And I've met other ones that go, you know, I, I read letters a lot more than email. So the fact is, you have to cover all the bases. And at the end of the day, you know what this is, Rob? Marketing. It's about marketing, and marketing is a science unto itself. So the fact is that in marketing terms, it's well known that one in a hundred letters gets probably read or interacted with. It's well known that um, it, people are getting bombarded by emails. I don't know about you, but usually in society now, people are receiving like 20, 30, 40, 50 emails a day. It's like, how do you cut through all of that noise and get somebody's attention? That is your job with these people. And 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 so when you're putting stuff together, try and make stuff interesting and relevant. Um, you know, I came up with this idea. There was one girl um, that came to me for some advice about how she could get... She wanted to be in... Uh, it, was, it was like Holby City or Casualty, something like that. And she said, how do I get, get the, these people's attention? You know, they're getting inundated all the time. And I came up with this little cool idea, actually. I said, you know what? Why don't you put together little clips of different characters that you could play in Holby City? And I said, send send one one every every couple of weeks. And just say, you know, this is, you know, this is this type of character from Holby, and this is this kind of character. And I said that is being creative, and it is more likely to be watched than if you just send in a letter or an email. Creative self-taping that you haven't been asked for. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's trying to get people's attention initially, so that they stop out of their busy day. And by by the way, agents and casting directors are up to the next in it. So if you, send them, if you send them a, a, a link on an email or you send them a hard copy DVD, probably mm. a link on an email, mm. you have to hope that they're going to click on the link and actually watch it. Yeah. So, so and it, but, if, but if they do, you, you well, might and, and again, so the email that gets sent or the letter gets sent has to grab their attention. You know, for example, going back to my example, the email that may be sent could be in the subject line, here's the new character from Hobie. And if that goes to the casting director for Obisay, I'll I'll put money on it that gets read, because it's not like 
oh, um, oh, hi there, I'm so-and-so and I'm an actor and I would like to see mm-hmm. you. I mean, that just doesn't cut it and they're too busy and there's too much going on. So I think that, and and I'm talking, Rob, here from the point of view of, us, of new actors coming into the game. You know, I know it's different for you because you've been in the industry a long, long time and yeah. um, you've got a reputation and you've built that. But here's the thing is that it, you, it takes time to do that and especially if you're starting out, you have to find a way of cutting through all that noise and getting people's attention. And um, and some people will like it, some people won't. You know, you might do that and send it to somebody and they hate it. But the, the fact is, you've got to, you know, go yeah, through that it, process. It won't do any harm. They won't hold it against you. No. So, for, for, for sending someone like that. They'll just they'll just ignore it. Or, yeah. or uh, respond. But they yeah. certainly won't hold it against you. So it's, it's risk-free. Yeah. You know. that's, a, that's a blooming good idea, that, Brian. Well, so to, 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 to do a sort of a, an, an unsolicited self-tape. Well, it depends. And, and, you know, and, and, I, I was always, yeah, you know, yeah. I always, you know, to give you a couple of examples, I, I've always thought like that. Even before mm. it was easy to self-tape, I remember once um, seeing there was going to be this film made that was. <laughs> you suddenly, uh, suddenly go for a self-tape audition when you haven't been asked for it. Exactly. I'll tell you, yeah, yeah, even yeah, more yeah. chance of it getting seen then, right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I remember there was this. Uh, I saw that this film was going to be made, and it was a mm. book beforehand. And I thought, I'm going to read the book. And I saw, you know, the there was this character in it. And I thought, yeah, that's, let, let's, let's do it. And the, the character um, basically built fences for a living, right? Tinsel fencing, they call it. It was for to keep cattle in and stuff like that. And so I thought, let's do a self-tape. And this is before self-taping really kind of properly existed. But I had one of these huge big cameras, you know. It's like a VHS Oh, yeah. you know, it's like and anyway I got somebody to film me in the in the garden basically next to a fence going yeah this is you know and I, I just basically played the character to the best of my ability making stuff up about fencing and I sent that in and they watched it and they got me in and it's like it, it, you know I think that you have to think creatively you got to think what are they doing they're sitting in an office bored usually trying to solve this big problem that they've got trying to find the right person and they're looking through CVs and headshots, usually most of which are really boring. You know, nobody's put any kind of creative thought into it. I'm not saying nobody, but very little. 90% of what they're looking at is pretty dry. And it's just letters, you know. It's like, But if somebody sends something like that in, suddenly people are starting to think, hmm, I might watch this. I think that's an excellent idea. And it's one that I'm definitely going to steal. So there and, you go. And, and one that I'm definitely going to do myself. I'm going to do that myself. <laughs> I've always wanted to be in Corrie. Yeah. And I'm going to send, and the casting department at Coronation Street are going to get a self tape of me doing a character <laughs> from Corrie. There in the you near go, Rob. See? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, this, that's is, this is the yeah. thing is that sometimes you can send, you know, you can send yeah. something in and it sparks their imagination. They go, yeah, yeah that guy's really interesting. Yeah, and you know have... what? Even if they don't do it, even if they don't go for it mm. and, and they don't like it or they don't go for it. When my agent puts me up for a role in Corrie in two years from now, they're going to say, I remember this guy. Mm. I know this guy. He did a... It's a bit standing out. It's a little bit of a... Now, going back to this question, how do I get an agent? Another thing to bear in mind is that the more time you can get an agent to interact with you and see you work um, is key. Now, don't expect an agent to see your work once and think, I'm going to take them on. That might happen. You know, they might just watch a showreel and go, yeah, I'll take you on. But sometimes they want to see more than that. They want to see you doing a, a theatre show or some more work on TV. Now, here's something I did because I was in a situation very at the very beginning of my career 
where I had an agent that was interested in me and he seen me do one piece of work and he said, look, I would like to see you play more characters. He said, I've seen you play one character, but I'd like to see you play two or three more. He said, let me know the next show you're in and I'll come and see it. And, and I said, right, fine. Now, I thought about that. I said, here's an agent I really want. He wants to see two or three more characters. And I thought, how? Do, what is the quickest and easiest way to do that? So what I did was I got together with another actor. We improvised a show, a half-hour show, and we created two or three different characters each in that show. And um, we put it on in central London, and I said, it's on at lunchtime, come and see, it's only half an hour. He came and watched it, he saw three different characters, and um, I went to see him you know, a week later, and he took me on. So here's the thing is that you can, again, it was thinking creatively, it was thinking about what is it he wants, what is it this person wants, and then trying to deliver it to them. So even when you approach an agent, they go, you know what, I'm not really, um, well, I need to see you more, or you know, I need to see a different type, or they put up some sort of objection, try and think of a way around it. There might be a way around it, not, sometimes there isn't, but sometimes yeah, you're right. It's, you're right, Brian. It's a sales opportunity, and you've got to think about what can you do for them. Yes. What can you do for them, without ignoring what can they do for you? Of course, that's also important. Oh, very but, much so. Um, yeah. But 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 uh, you know, we've we've got to convince them to take you in the first place. So what can what can I do for them is a good question to ask. Um, and think outside the box a little bit, as you as you've uh, just demonstrated there. Yeah, um, it's, it's about staying top of consciousness with these. So mm. once you once you gave maybe get about a hand, maybe five agents that you think that are raising their hand and going, we're kind of interested. We've, we've not ruled you out. Then you want to keep in contact with these people and stay top of consciousness somehow. You know, get stuff in front of them. Get a you know an, an extra scene on YouTube. Get, get put Absolutely. a little show together. I mean, even agents that have turned me down in the past um some of them i've stayed in touch with and i can phone and go hi and they go hi rob how you doing are you working this is an agent i'm not with them but it's you know you sort of stay in touch with them because it was kind of two reasons one i genuinely like this particular girl that runs this particular agency so i do stay in touch with her um and we we, we kind of get on we've just got a telephone uh, relationship but we kind of get on but also because if there ever comes a time again when I do need to look for another agent, then I know that I can phone up Kirsty and Amy's. I can phone up Kirsty and say, um, "Are you ready to take me yet, Kirsty? You turned me down last time, but are you ready to take me?" Yeah. You know, and, and, and so it's always good to stay in touch. Yeah. But you know, the other way of getting an agent as well. I mean, if you get um, a uh, uh, an interview with an agent, they say, "Yeah, come on in. We'll, we'll have a chat about things." Then that's the next hurdle to get through the interview. Yeah. At the, at, at, with the agent, you know. It, look, it seems so obvious, doesn't it? It's so obvious to me, but it's amazing how many people just don't realise this. Be yourself. Mm. It's amazing how many people come in and go, right, I've got to put on a certain image here, I've got to put on a certain, you know, to try and impress. Never mind about all that. Just mm. be yourself. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And actually, the, I, I want to put in a warning here, uh, Rob, all right. a big warning, because we've been talking about um, getting an agent from a perspective of that you're a professional actor trying to get an agent, mm. right? Now, again, out there, there's, there's a lot of delusion and there's a lot of people out there that have never, that, that are not trained or not in the industry at all that are trying to get agents. And let me tell you, it's, it's ludicrous. The, the, the thing is that they are paying their bills from you. And if you rock in and you've never trained properly and you've, you don't know the industry and you're not in it, and by yeah. the way, unless you've trained properly, you don't, right? So um, they will rule you out immediately. 
How right. are they going to make money from you? Yeah, yeah exactly. They'll just think, don't, it's just don't hard. waste it, it, my time. It's hard business. I mean, you might be a really nice person. You might be, oh, you might be such a nice person. You might sort of have a lot of uh, ambition to become an actor. And you might be, you know, a, a really cool dude or a cool girl. Mm. But, you know, that it's business. Yeah. yeah and they've got to day. make money from you. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, I, I do this... Um, you know, I know really this subject in depth now from the point of view of being an actor, but also from the point of view of what we do at the studio, because twice a year we have to get casting directors and agents into a showcase and 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 uh, to watch the students. And I can tell you the everything I'm telling you here, we apply in spades because we know there's to get one or two agents in to see a show um, and a normal show that runs for three or four weeks. That is probably quite a good result. To get a room full of them takes an immense amount of marketing and creativity and ingenuity to do it. But at the end of the day, as well, once you're training as an actor, that, that is an opportunity. You get to the end and you do a showcase for the industry and it's the, the start of where you can make connections and maybe start to meet people. Picked, maybe you can get picked up by an agent, you know. Maybe you can get... Be picked up Absolutely, on yeah. And, I mean, uh, I mean, I've, I've, you know, some of my students have got multiple agents that, that are interested in them, um, and um, which is a great position to be in. But again, it's funny because like it's a position where, you know, w when they're coming into it, that's not the normal situation. Actually, most actors spend can spend years um, trying to get an agent through the, the various different means that we've described here. I know people. Um, I know people that have tried for years and years to get an agent, but no. I mean, so so so, so to kind of wrap it up, I guess the, the 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 basic rules of getting an agent is first first of all, don't just write a couple of letters and give up. Write 150 letters. Uh, and 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 train because and train. The, the first thing they'll look at in that CV is where have you trained, how much have you done, and if mm. don't, you don't cut the mustard there, then you know the chances of getting in the door are quite it's slim. It's best if you've got a CV. It's best if you've got a bit of a show reel to show them or uh, a, a, a theatre show to invite them to. It's best if you go with something to offer. Yes, um, always go with something to offer, something to look at, mm, something to see, mm, mm. and think about it as a as a marketing exercise of how you're going to stand out from everybody else. Exactly. So there we go, Rob. The simple subject of how to get an agent completed. You've all got an agent now. There we that's go. It. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's all for now. And I uh, look forward to speaking to you on the next one. Bye. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For more great content and to stay up to date, go to www.briantimoneyacting.co.uk. Make sure you listen next time where Brian brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques. We'll see you next time.